last time on Fate's Rest, uh, a thing happened. Do you guys want to uh, go over what thing happened? I mean, if we really have to. <laughs> I feel like that kid in school who's like, you want to tell everybody what you did on vacation? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zug died. We went to go find flowers, but oh, there's a bad thing. And we go, you'll be in Caligo to investigate it. And it's a scary spookum. Was it fun? Uh, we had a headphones off moment. There was that. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear what that was. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you would tell us just a little bit. <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, I mean, I guess I'd give a hint. It's about the past of Zug. How about that? Is that a good enough hint for you? Yes. Now we don't have to wait 20 something episodes. <laughs> We're not even 20 something. This is episode. Oh, wait, this is episode 20. Ha-ha! Mm. Correct. Um, <laughs> Close. Callie uh, saw an old friend and also uh-huh. an old enemy. Uh-huh. At the same good times. Time. <laughs> it was uh, not good times. She time. had a horrible time. <laughs> I had a good time. Though we did have the greatest stoppage of any monologue from a bad guy ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, this is very true. You'll be converted them so that they were a friend, and they tell us to go do some fun things, so I guess we're going to go do fun things. Lyle's okay, oh, but he Zug. lost a wing. Yeah, it's like also, while they were doing the monologue, just holding their head, just... Very childish, very great. Yeah, and the camera panned out, so we could close out session right as... We, we got to see uh, Zug standing off to one side, casting some magics, and Yulby is leaning over Lyle, trying to help him, and Callie is um, cursing at the sky in Draconic as this thing flies away. Yes, Zug, the whole time he's flying away until he's out of range of message, is taunting him the entire time. She. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, all these things happened. So, so much things happened. All very fun. But, so we'll pick up right where that left off. And um, with uh, Zug still kind of uh, uh, casting off in the distance there. And uh, Callie cussing in Draconic. We have Yulby trying to help. Uh, Lyle. Uh, Lyle speaks, and it's the voice of the older voice that they heard before. That's not not Lyle's voice, but still childlike in nature. And he says, "No, no, it's it's fine. I'll I'll heal after a bit. It's the wings they grow back. It's." And he stops for a second, takes a deep breath. I was hoping not to run in to that one for a while. She's quite the handful. Well, yeah, you lost a wing! <laughs> You'll be kind of like hands open, like looking for wherever it went since it just disappeared into fairy dust in her hands. <laughs> I just got the mental image of the raccoons who try to clean their cotton candy in water. <laughs> oh, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, I think after after our our friend to me leaves and gets out of range, um, Zog would uh, kind of you know go check on Callie, like you know the hand on the shoulder, like you know make sure she's okay. She kind of like pulls away from him a little bit, just not upset at him specifically, just upset in general right now. And we'll, um, like, turn and crouch to start picking all these flowers that are now around them. These little tiger lilies with, that are black with yellow speckles. Uh, if it, if it helps, uh, I think I, I think I made it very clear that, uh, we'll, we'll fix whatever's wrong. We'll do what it takes. I don't, I was never given a choice. Well, that's the best part you don't get a choice but you will be in, you'll be part of fixing it so it makes up for things I mean you can't get the lost time back that's true but at least you can do something to bring it back she kind of sighs a little bit just I guess you're right at, at the very least I have a lead now a direction North is pretty broad, but it gives me something. Still picking flowers angrily and shoving them in her bag. So while you're picking the flowers, give me a... Um, first of all, tell me what your passive perception is for that. Um, 17. 17, that's actually high enough. Alright, so as you're picking these flowers, you'll actually notice that there's a few of them uh, where when this creature turned back into Callie's friend it uh, it produced three pristine uh, yellow striped tiger lilies these are not crystal these are actual flowers okay so there's nine crystal ones and three or are there 12 crystal ones plus three 12 crystal ones plus three of the actual flowers Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not gonna pick the actual flowers. She's gonna let those grow. Okay. Um, Lyle, uh, you'll hear him. Uh, he'll cough a couple seconds uh, for a couple times, and <coughs> well, I think it's time we told you three what is going on. What would be going on? She's just amazed that he's not freaking out about a lost wing that's part of his body. <laughs> and also, while you're sitting there, the wings actually fade away. Mm. And, ah, uh, now you lost all of them. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, they'll, they'll grow back. It's fine. Now, and he sits up on his own and uh, snaps his fingers and a table and three stools made of toadstools appear in the little clearing there so please have a seat you'll be able to go sit down on this mushroom Callie will finish picking flowers first and then come over and sit down still looking just you know, there's, there's, you can, you can see the little rain cloud over her head. Real grumpy right now. <laughs> Doug. 
I mean, he's just... Sorry. He's just kind of standing there, hanging out. I mean, he doesn't have any connection to anything that's going on, and the, he says the wings grow back, so okay, the wings grow back. It's not my concern. He invited us to take a seat. It's kind of, he'd walk around a little bit and join. Alright. So once you're all around this table, the, um, the young man stands up and, uh, and then sits down, essentially crisscross in the center of this table. And he says, well, the three of you, when you took that, that quest to save that girl, you ended up upon a, you ended up upon a, uh, wow, I can't think of the word now, upon a conspiracy and a plot. Those of you here know about the calamity, the this unknown catastrophe that happened thousands of years ago. Well, this cult, although you've probably already surmised this, is trying to bring forth that calamity again. And by doing so, and they have weakened seals all over the world, by doing so, they have started a chain reaction of events and this chain reaction has caused the great cherry the great rainbow cherry to begin to die this tree is the source of all magic in the land it is the epicenter of the seal that holds the catastrophe this calamity in place the what is not told in the history books and what is not and what was lost to the ages was the ascended the five heroes who stopped the calamity did not destroy it they just sealed it away and when the seal started to weaken my people what's left of my people the fairy folk were sent out to find people and test them to see if they can stop this cult to stop the calamity just for clarification right that the ascended yeah. are our five current gods that everybody kind of like is into correct okay that's all Nobody looks a little bit offended so they did do their godly duties correct <laughs> After he finishes this first first little blurb, he looks around at the three of y'all and says, You three did not happen upon that quest by accident. You were sent to us. We don't know who but you were sent my way. I could tell you precisely who sent me, but that's probably a conversation for another time. Um, Kelly grumps in the corner. <laughs> I am the fairy that was tasked with guarding the northern 
the the northern magic the the actual tree itself and I couldn't wander far from it until I found this child who I am now uh, linked to in dire straits he had blood of the fae and he was begging for help and so I helped and now that I have a link to the physical world I can now interact and now help those who have been chosen if you're here who's guarding the magic of the north I am still at the tree what is here is what's the word you mortals use a projection an essence I guess he's channeling this child is channeling my power he turns and turns and looks at Yulby when you got that young sprite that young uh, fae to that budding tree you started what we hoped would happen you have began the growth of new magic which will help strengthen the seal and keep the calamity from coming back and that's a good thing that is very much a good thing the calamity destroyed the world so keeping it from getting back out would keep the world from being destroyed again so yes mm-hmm. I have to hazard an agreement mm-hmm. so there'll be more magic from that tree too yes that tree is linked when when that tree came to life I could sense the presence of one of my people almost immediately and it's someone very close to me yes that would be Alder the prince of the fairies or one of the princes of the fairies why don't you just grow more trees then only a fairy of royal blood can produce the amount of nutrients I guess is the word that will uh, it it will nourish a, a sprouting spark tree and cause it to grow into a cherry blossom or the rainbow cherries forgive me if I'm a little blunt today but why don't you just ask Alder to plant more Alder is now bound to that tree as I am to the the mother tree in the north as long as he is there and is bound to that tree and stays within its range the tree will not wither will not die and cannot be corrupted I thought you said the one in the north was dying. The one in the north is dying. I am dying. She uh, falls quiet at this. You're too young to be dying. I am 7,000 years old, young lady. Tell. You'll be <laughs> looking look at, at her fingers. 14. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't think you'll be can count that high. <laughs> oh, what's mean? <laughs> <laughs> we love she, you, she can count. She's just like 
trying to fathom this number, just like that's <laughs> that's more than the gold I have on my purse. <laughs> <laughs> And as 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 Yulby is ca- like like trying to fathom that number, he kind of smiles and chuckles a little bit. He says, "There's a reason why Older liked you. He was always the spirited and the the jovial one of my children." Yulby's still trying to do the math here. He's just <laughs> like, but he is also a child. And, uh. <laughs> He sighs. The one we just dealt with, the one that just left, is going to be the toughest one of all of my children to save. One second, I gotta ask a question. Turns on hold music. <laughs> I was like, why this song? It's the song that popped into my head, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this this is not the kind of hold music you want for most ventures. This is the kind where you're like, I'm not sure if I should be calling this number. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. The one that flew off was the the most stubborn of all of my children. The the one the one that isn't meant wasn't meant for war, who could not stand war, who avoided any conflict and stayed to themselves in the forest and they were corrupted. I do not know how they were corrupted but something changed them, and they became that that dark creature. He is the youngest of my children, and he will be the hardest to save, like I said. Callie he... is uh, mm-hmm. suddenly very interested in looking at her hands, maybe fidgeting with her clothes a little bit. Well, mm. Alder said to go save his siblings. And now, now your your children. That yes, that that should be easy enough. Yes, she looks more determined, with a nod. <laughs> the one that went north is named Palov. The creature that took them over, or that they have become, calls themselves Decker. That's a dumb. That name. seal, in order to grow the tree in the northern knowing Palav and knowing his internal workings as he lived in the palace for thousands of years he went to the land of my people he went into what I, I would assume from my research in this plane down here they went to the Terminus Mountains which for those of you 
who haven't seen the map. The Terminus Mountains are just north of uh, a large valley where the giant uh, cherry willow, the rainbow cherry willow sits. And this, these mountains are the only thing that rival the cherry willow in height. And they almost act as a barrier to the north. No one can ever get through them. And he looks off towards the north, which you can see the mountains in the distance and uh, probably the top of the, the, the cherry blossom, because you're close enough to start being able to see it. That, that will be a dangerous trip. My other children. One lies deep within a desert, and the other one somewhere in the ocean. I haven't been able to locate anything more precise than that. As he's speaking this entire time, he starts to look healthier and better, but he's still breathing sort sort of heavy as he speaks. So, do you need us to find these three children and encourage them to plant trees? Is that what I'm understanding? He smiles a bit, paraphrasing, but yes. One you know of where they are you should go to first. It's going to be hard. I am not going to lie to you. I will not mince words. There is a chance each and every one of you may die on this trip. Nah, we'll be good. I've heard that every single moment since I left the mountains, so... Kelly is just quiet at this. I do recommend you stopping in the town of Robur as you move north. There is an archive and a great library there that can help you with information on the northern continent, which is essentially the area that no one has maps of. It'll help you. From what I've gathered, the information is about monsters and creatures that may show up on the mountains. Yeah, I'm still... As a player, I am still present. Kelly is actively... Her hands are, for some reason, super interesting and totally avoiding eye contact with uh, Lyle <laughs> presently. Um, totally unrelated reason. You know, it's just it's fun to look at your hands sometimes. i tell you what. <laughs> uh, you'll be and Zug, give me perception checks to see if you notice that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Zug does not with a... Nine... That'd be a 16. 16. I'm proud of you. It's even daylight. Yeah, I know, right? My my other one was a 19. Honestly, with that roll, I would say you'll be noticing that. (laughs) Because I don't think Callie's being very discreet about it. (laughs) Not after what just happened. (laughs) You'll be able to just take one of her snacks out of her pack and offer one. She's also still trying to process, and maybe hand-wringing is her thing. <laughs> she'll, she'll look a little bit confused, but take it with a quiet thank you. She'll also offer one to uh, Lyle and Zuck. Young boy that takes the, 
takes the, the treat, sets it down in front of him. Perhaps young Lyle will, will appreciate this when he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snack on it. So, go north, find a book at some place. Yes. And then continue heading north past the mountains. This is... Find spooky kid thing. <laughs> Do you have any advice on how to get... How to separate Decker and Pala? There is fruit that grow on the cherry willows that may be able to help you. So now I have to climb the big old tree? He <laughs> looks up at the giant tree. He, he smiles. No, no, not this one. It's still too young of a tree. He'll be kind of like, has a little sigh of relief. She's like, I was just up there. No one said anything about fruit. I didn't see any fruit, and everything is awful. <laughs> he looks back at the tree and he says, This one is about a fourth of the height of the great tree in the north. So go to the big tree yes. before going yes. past the mountains. You have to pass by the big tree to get to the mountains. Well, yes, but we might not have stopped there otherwise. This is true. Is there uh, anything else we'll need to know? The only other thing that I can think to tell you is look below the mountain, not over it. And as he says this, it it, it seems to look like uh, Lyle is fading a little bit, like he's slowly either falling asleep or passing out, one of the two. And then eventually the child is curled up in a ball, laying on the table, asleep. What time of day is it? It was morning-ish, wasn't it? It was morning-ish, yes. At this time, I'd say it's around lunchtime. We're pushing a little bit further into the day. It's a very long day. Hmm. Yulby's going to take her blanket very out of... Oops, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying random nonsense. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Yulby's just gonna take a blanket out of her pack and just put it over Lyle. And stand up. Look to the head thing. Probably, like, there might be more blankets in there, right? In the waste? Uh, I wouldn't trust him. I don't think so. He was mostly mechanics and old corpses. But those old corpses should have blankets. I love Yulby's stop process. <laughs> we need more blankets. Steal them from corpses. <laughs> a look of disgust slash uncomfortable slash I don't really know how to describe this look, but just a look passes over Callie's face and then she reaches in her pack and will hand you'll be her bedroll. <laughs> I don't need a bedroll. I have one of those. I need blankets. It's good enough, isn't it? No, there's a difference. <laughs> one you sleep on top of because it's kind of comfy. The other one keeps you warm if it's cold. Or she like squints up at the sun, like really hating it. Or it stops the sun from hurting your skin if you're out too long. <laughs> and he decided to sleep right here in the middle. You know what? She just scoops him up. <laughs> and we'll bring him back over to the mouth. 
of the the work piece. Wait, <laughs> I came up with a smarter idea. <laughs> <laughs> we can't just leave him here, can we? And he see he seems to be sleeping sound. Looks between Zug and well, Yobi's walking away. Looks at Zug. Wow, Zug is processing. I don't know. I mean. You're thinking? I have a better idea. You have a better idea. Yes. Once I get to the mouth, I would like to search inside for any blankets and softens. And maybe a shoe, please. <laughs> I tell you what. Roll me an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, you'll be. <sighs> no. It was on 15 oh, and then it rolled to the 7. <laughs> No! <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> Alright, so. As you're looking around and searching all these, uh, all these, these skeletons and uh, different things going on in here, any cloth or anything soft you find, as you pick it up, it turns to dust. Fudge. You know, that's a theme with you today, picking up things and then turning to dust. I know. First the wing, now the clothes. <laughs> How about the leather shoe? Can I at least have a leather shoe? I'll tell you what, I will give you a single leather shoe. Thank you. Obi will sigh. Didn't find any soft things. We'll take her bedroll and put it in the little cart we had for Zug. Put Lyle in that. Uh -huh. Get banana nut out again. Attach the cart to banana nut. And we'll eventually join the party again. <laughs> um, point of order. <laughs> yes. Weren't we already north of the city? You were north of Liberum, yes. So if we wanted to return the kid home, we'd have to go south before going north. I can tell you that the kid was technically homeless. Well, okay. That doesn't mean we should drop him off I mean, in some random city he's never been to. <laughs> you could take him back. That's totally fine. It's a two-day journey back the way you came. <laughs> or we're adopting a party NPC. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those groups uh, yeah so back in character Callie's just uh seems entirely unsure what to do about this kid at this point and is uh looking to her party members for some sort of input still waiting on Zug to answer her question but you know maybe he's just thinking too hard here's what I will give you it is a two-day journey back to Liberum. It is a three-day journey to the city of Robor from where you are currently at. Three-day, two-day. <laughs> that helps your decision at all. So it's either three days to the next place or five days to go back and then forward. Yes. Correct? Correct. And the tree is dying. The tree is dying. Very slowly. He did not specify how fast, but it is dying. <laughs> well, Yobi looks all ready to go. Actually, no. 
If they're still like doing the thinking faces, Yobi's gonna go dig up one of those tiger lilies and put it in a shoe. <laughs> there was a reason why I wanted to the shoe, and that is it. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. She is now Eve and Wally. Um, so she took one of the perfect tiger lilies? Yes, it was a very pretty flower. And Callie has been picking these flowers that are crystal, and she's like, well, that one's not crystal. And she obviously <laughs> left it in the ground for a reason. Therefore, <laughs> she still wanted it to grow, so I can put it in a shoe, and we can take one of them at least. <laughs> a little bit of dirt in the shoe? Yeah. Ca Callie will, uh, will maybe soften a little bit at this. Maybe, maybe not quite so grumpy. A little bit of a smile. I know that Yobi didn't do it for her, but the fact that Yobi didn't just go pick the flower, like, she would say, aww. Alright. So, here's what we're going to do with that. So, as you put as you put this flower in the shoe, the gemstones on your other inset on your axe glow slightly. And as you set this this shoe with the flower in it next to Lyle on the cart, uh, roll me just a flat D twenty. Okay. Flat D twenty. How does a ten look? A ten. All right. So as as you set this thing down, and it's close to Lyle, in proximity to Lyle, like this. The, uh, the roots of this flower grow up and out of the boot and kind of uh, encase the joints of this cart, making this cart significantly stronger and more stable. I'm going to need a bigger shoe. And it shoe. looks like this boot is now part of the cart. Like, you can't remove it. And it might turn back into a boot when it's done. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to need a giant's boot. Wait, so the boot turned into the cart? No, no, no. So when she, where she set the boot at the flower, because it's technically a fey magic flower, the roots overgrew out, out of the boot, and then essentially anywhere there is binding and anywhere where the boards and the metal come together on this cart, these roots have bound it tighter and made it more stable, more secure, more sturdy. It just reinforced the card. Yeah. Oh. Squints over at the other two flowers. No. Out of character, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, those could be useful. In character, Callie would let them grow. <laughs> this this cart, this one person cart now looks like, like a legitimate chariot now. Made of vines and parts of a cart. Plus she'll one just sleeping child. <laughs> <Plus> <laughs> <Yes>. one... <laughs> she'll she'll look over at the other two. Like I've never been somewhere where I've had to grow plants on my own before. Are they supposed to do this? Uh. Yes and no. Um, most plants would not do that. Uh, this is it's fey magic, like that tree. So I'm gonna have to get it special plant water. I feel like. Maybe more dirt. 
I get the feeling somewhere down the line, magic is going to end up breaking Yulby's brain. Just completely. <laughs> These are perplexing things. She's never seen this before. She's seen, like, some bits of magic, but... What? What? She just picked a flower to, to have a good time, and now the flower has taken over her chariot. <laughs> Man, first time you'll be meets a druid, just just not gonna know what to do. <laughs> She's gonna have all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> druid uses the ability to like make seeds sprout, and she's like, "Ah, oh, you're a fey! I learned that fey magic makes plants grow fast." <laughs> Basically. So, on the point of rapidly growing flowers, I think I'll defer to the uh, I guess expert. Uh, it's not really my area of study, so I guess they just grow like that with fey magic. Hmm. Note to self, do not ride the chariot. <laughs> Alright, so now decision time. As a group, you can do this decision in character. Do you want to go north for three days or south and then north five days? Is going or you to... could not go north at all. It's all up to you. Callie's going to ask the question in character. She's going to look between both of them and just... So, what do we do with Lyle? Do we uh, take him back and drop him off? Or take him with us? I'm not entirely sure. I can't say I've ever found um, a, a child in the woods that happened to be channeling fae magic before. Yeah, uh, I know I definitely want to get further to the north, but I don't know if I've, I guess, turned to uh, somebody who's actually uh, skilled in what to do with uh, urchins and orphans. Uh, what What do you think, Yuli? Would Yuli know that there's a temple of the lady up north? Robor doesn't actually have a temple to any of the ascended gods. She would know that. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the tree is dying, so we should go fix the dying tree. But I don't know where he wants to be. We can take care of him, I guess. I got it. I've done this. She'll nod. <laughs> Callie seems unsure, but will nod. Be- choosing to just <laughs> believe in Yulby's abilities. <laughs> Just as so long as you think you can handle it, I don't know the first thing about children. Well, uh, when I was I training mean... with the lady, <clears throat> we we had to do babysitting duty and all that stuff for the little ones and help out. So it's 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 fine. It's good. We have fun. Children. So it's, it sounds like a volunteer. So okay. Fun fact, while Yulby was in training, she taught a kindergarten class. (laughs) (laughs) This is where Yulby learned her numbers herself. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, hey Yulby, tomorrow we're going to be learning numbers. Yulby's like, oh darn, I better learn that for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) 
learns it along with the kids. <laughs> that, I mean, thinking about it, that's the best way to teach kids is if you learn it with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she totally pretended to mess up when she actually really messed up and had the kids correct in that moment. <laughs> She'll be like, ah, yes. I was waiting for you to catch me if I was incorrect. Good job. <laughs> well, in that case, I suppose we'll start heading north, and if he wakes up and tells us he'd rather go elsewhere, we can cross that bridge when we get to it. I'll look out for Never Bridgerton. understood that idiom. <laughs> Cross that bridge when we get there. There's, there's no bridge. I never really understood that. I read it in a book once. I'm sorry if it was confusing. I just meant we can handle that problem when it comes up. That, that makes more sense. Why they go together? I guess. Our bridge is a problem in this book. I heard trolls try to live under them and try to take your money sometimes. No, actually, trolls live in caves. She... <laughs> Kelly smiles a little bit and chuckles just a little. And she's like, actually, the book did have um, a troll under a bridge and a troll in a cave in two different stories. It's a, it's a storybook. Uh, little, little tales. Hmm. She'll go and dig in her bag and pull out this Braille storybook that she has. So... To people who don't know Braille, it looks like what should be a book with words on it, but it just has a bunch of bumps. And at that point right there is where we're going to stop for the night. (laughs) (laughs) It was real cute. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) You made it to the end. Congrats. I've been told I gotta tell you some stuff to like us, so... Uh, here, here. Um, check out this magic box. Somewhere in it is a thing of links, especially to the Discord. And who made the music and the sound? Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I make the sound and the music, but that that's fine, I guess. Anyway, leave a review somewhere about my skills so I can improve. And also follow Faith's rest on the, the the bird, the portrait place in the book of faces. What what is this? Um. Good luck on your journeys. If you need help, just hail me down. Farewell. Goodbye. What the hell is? What?